From the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and we are coming at you hard with some good information that has been coming out of training camp. It's officially season two, folks. I don't know if you can figure that out yet. <laughs> yeah. It is officially season two of the 49ers Cutback, yeah. and we got glorious, glorious things to talk about. And if we were Loki, we'd have glorious purpose. It's true. We aren't there, though. We're not, we're not there yet. We are variants in the landscape of... 49ers talk though absolutely in, in fact some would argue the greatest of variants another cutback crew is out there saying how great we are right now we love you cutback crew. you guys just make me all giddy inside look at this but we got tons of things to talk yeah. about because lynch and shanahan day one of reporting for the 49ers had a lot to say yet again and again peeling back the curtain just a little bit we always appreciate when they do that because we get a little bit more insight into this team I do. I love it. And a lot of times uh, what I'm thinking is aligned with what they're thinking. And it makes me think that I have my finger on the pulse of what they're doing. And of course, tomorrow they'll probably change it up and throw me completely off. But at, for this moment, what we've been talking about during the offseason is still coming to fruition the way that they are talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, and also about these injuries, which we brought up in our things to watch in training camp video um, that just released. It literally just released. And then they come out day one of reporting and talk about, you know, some things to watch. The fact that you have Jalen Hurd, D Ford, Nick Bosa, and Jaworski Tart all avoiding the pup list. All yeah. of them have passed their physicals. So again, all of them are healthy and ready to go for training camp. I don't expect to see them doing everything the team is doing, all of them to the most for the most part. But I do expect them out there suited up, doing certain things, working on certain things. They probably will still be on the side field to an extent. Nick Bosa probably won't be doing a lot of contact stuff day one, day two. I would say all of week one. Mm. Don't expect a lot of contact drills from Nick Bosa. Uh, don't expect a lot of contact drills from D Ford the entirety of preseason and yeah. indoor training camp. And I wouldn't expect to see Jalen Hurd doing anything else other than a lot of get-offs, short routes, things of that nature, really working on footwork, planning, sticking, getting in and out of breaks, really testing that knee out. Yes, uh, Kyle Shannon kind of laid out a little bit of a timeline for this, so you're correct. One week is the time period at which these guys are going to get acclimated on side fields and get you know working out and just seeing how they're um, you know going and progressing. Um, the one thing will be that each one of these guys will have an individual plan. It's not like these three guys or Tart are working on a group thing where they're all going to be. They're all going to work on different timetables depending on how they're progressing. The one pause for concern as far as D Ford goes is John Lynch saying he was cautiously optimistic, which is a tone that we heard earlier, you know, in the offseason where he was talking about D Ford. So he has, you know, remained the same as far as their belief in what D Ford can do. But I do like the fact that also Jimmy Ward discussed D Ford and Nick Bosa are back and what that means for this team. So we're going to get these guys on a side field. They're going to be working out. Um, that is exactly where we want them right now, progressing in their uh, recovery. And when it's time for them to progress and work them into individual drills, they will. How how much they get into 11 on 11 and that kind of thing probably won't happen a little bit further along. I wouldn't even be shocked if these guys don't play much in the preseason. Um, let's just get these guys healthy, get them acclimated to practice, and then 
we'll see what they can do when we get into the regular season. I don't expect Tart, Ford, or Bosa, or her to play potentially week one. I would love to see Jalen Hurd out there week one yeah. for a preseason game, um, but I just don't expect it. Uh, Tart is one of those guys who very early on, they're not going to need to see a lot of in that first preseason game. I expect him to play a good chunk in, in the second preseason game, and then depending on how Tony Jefferson is doing, you may see Tartan preseason game three if that competition battle is heating up. It was nice to listen to Shanahan talk about Tony Jefferson and Tavon Wilson today. Um, we have been talking about that safety position for a while, and those are two of the names we thought were going to be guys that could possibly make this team. And the way that he was glowingly talking about them makes me think that these guys have an inside track to make this roster. So, so you mean to tell me that people who didn't watch the Tony Jefferson, and there's a lot of you out there that didn't watch the Tony Jefferson competition battle, we were kind of stunned. We thought that one was going to be one that hit a little bit more. Yeah. I think we thought that 49ers fans felt that maybe this was going to be a closer competition just because of the way that 49ers fans talk about specifically injuries, right? Injuries has been the big question of concern with the 49ers, and Tart's been injured a lot. So we're like, oh man, people are going to dig this one. Like, we're going to get a lot of conversation. And then it just uh, kind of just drifted off in the wayside. So you need to go back and watch that one right now because you get all that insight. You know, and we came out with it before Kyle Shanahan had his uh, press conference. And this so. is something that we talked about was mm -hmm. Tart had to stay healthy to fend off Tony Jefferson. Yep. And he's already coming into camp with the toe problem. Um, so how much he's on the field is, is going to be and evidence into where he is and what Tony Jefferson has to do to beat him. Because if he's not on the field, Tony Jefferson is going to win this job. Like Horst always says, you can't get the job, you know, in the tub, the whole thing. I don't know his exact quote, but it's on. And then iron sharpens iron. Yeah, he, he does. Both, both of those are always go-tos for him. <laughs> but um, you know what? I think that we're sitting in the right place as far as where we want to be. They gave some insight also into another safety, which was Tarvarius Moore, mm -hmm. where they talked about, his you know progression as far as rehab and everything and recovery and i thought that he was going to be out for the year and achilles normally that is an automatic you're done for a that's, full season that's 12 months yeah and they said he's progressing well and an athlete i guess to his stature um can do it they even referenced the russian gymnast who had the three-month recovery and then won a gold medal um so i don't know if they're figuring out something as far as achilles recovering in other countries maybe that is leaking here um, I used to think that was steroids and HGH, so maybe that they found something else. Um, but I think uh, Tarverius Moore, the fact that they thought he mm -hmm. might come back during this season is awesome because they haven't put him on IR. He's on PUP, which means there is still a possibility for him coming back late in the year, which could be right on time. Yeah, uh, that is just hard to wrap my head around as a kinesiology major, someone who studied the human body, different types of injuries from sprains to full ligament tears and things of that nature and Achilles injuries themselves in and of itself. The, the, the fact that this is even an option is just mind-blowing. And the first place my head wants to go is performance and answers or something along those lines. Um, but, you know, medicine is advancing at a crazy rate. And the way that they deconstruct after... Injuries, figuring out what exactly is wrong, where the scar tissue is building up, you know, wh where the issues are or where it's attached from or potentially even why. In some cases, they can figure out why something occurred um, that can change the surgery and how, how they go into operate. And I'll tell you what, if there is any hope whatsoever of that, that being a case, this is scary because a 49ers team that has the potential to have a healthy, a healthy Tarverius Moore return at the end of the season with fresh legs. If someone goes down with an injury and this man can step up and play. 
I know that there's still going to be a little bit of a, a speed drop off. There always is with Achilles right after they happen, you know. But if he's able to get some of the rust off early, shake that off early at the end of the season playoff run, this team's dangerous going forward, man. Oh, they're they're dangerous in general. Yeah. I think everyone knows. Just listening to these players talk in these interviews, um, from the you know Trent Williams all the way to George Kittle and everyone in between, which was Jimmy Ward, DJ Jones. Um, these guys are on track as far as they know what to expect. Um, they made it very clear that the belief outside of the building by reporters and stuff is one thing, and the belief inside the building is so much different. They understand that the reporters need to make up stories, or not make up stories, but come up with crafty headlines Ex- and talking exacer- points. Exacerbate and exaggerate. Yeah, they, they do, and that everything in the locker room is more um, black and white. And nothing is more evident than that than in the quarterback situation. As it got asked to all the players is, you know what? What is with this quarterback situation? And every one of them said they didn't see it as a situation. They just see it as a good quarterback who's gotten the team to the Super Bowl and a guy that they drafted that's trying to learn the position. No one denied eventually Trey Lance is going to take over. But everyone admitted that Jimmy Garoppolo is the team leader, the guy that's going to run this team um, for the foreseeable future. And even Kyle Shanahan let that out because he said, Jimmy Garoppolo's number one, Trey Lance is number two. And he goes, Jimmy Garoppolo is the best quarterback in this building, plain and simple. So it's, it's very clear where the pecking order is. I think that we have been on this train from the beginning that, yes, Trey Lance, because Thanos got very upset about all of this because without a controversy, what is he going to talk about? There is nothing for me to talk about. What am I supposed to do if I can't talk about how Trey Lance could be the starter and should be the starter in week one and Kyle Shanahan has already come out and shot that that narrative down and now if I talk about it, I'm just a fool. Kyle Shanahan is lying, obviously. Oh. But one thing... Fool's going to fool. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that was clear was that Kyle Shanahan was very matter-of-fact at the way he was handling it. Just the way he always is with every single player, every single media member, he's always very transparent. But I did think that it gave, it was clear. He also talked about um, the reps. He It's not going to be 50-50. Jimmy's going to get starter reps and Trey's going to get backup reps. And it's not no, it's not different than that. So he's being clear. And everyone that thought Trey Lance picked up this offense and OTAs in its entirety nope. was completely wrong. It's like we said, there's no one that can pick it up that quick that soon veteran quarterbacks couldn't even that understand some of the terminology at, to the playbook so did he have an understanding of the base offense yes he did which is fantastic that's what you're doing when you're putting <clears> an install he understands what the formations are what the personnel groupings look like what some of the terminology does and sounds like but he did not know the entire offense he doesn't have a mastery of it yet wow what a surprise i mean who, yeah. who could have seen that coming Besides anyone with a fully functioning brain that isn't going to crazy town immediately because you need to generate and drum up controversy in order to get clicks. At the end of the day, this is bar none. Like, this is the easiest thing in the world to understand as a 49ers fan. Jimmy Garoppolo is the starter this year. Some people, I saw this, as soon as the quote came out, people rushed to Facebook groups and to Twitters and to tweet out things and said, but he clarified, did you hear the words he used? He was very specific about his words. He said, right now. Yes, right now, as in the 2021 season. Yeah. Right now, as in at this very moment and for the foreseeable future. Yeah. If if it was right now in the context that a lot of you want to spin this to be right now, meaning right now and by the time we get to week one, it's his job. Yeah. Then Trey wouldn't be quarterback two. Jimmy would be QB one and Trey is right there behind him. Yes. That would have been the quote. 
that would have been the talking point. That would have been the conversation. It wouldn't have been they're not they're not going to split reps split reps fifty fifty. You know it's it's going to be close to fifty fifty. But this is Jimmy's job. If this competition was as close as some of you think it is, this is all these are all the things that would be happening. None of those things are happening. Yeah. This is Jimmy's job. The only way Trey is seeing the field is in gadget situations, packages where they want to try and accomplish that 11-on-11 style of football, right? One-on-ones across the board so they can take advantage of a defense and Trey Lance's strengths. Or Jimmy gets hurt. Or Jimmy plays like absolute dog duty, which I don't think anyone in this room right here specifically thinks is going to happen this year. No, and Kyle Shanahan kind of alluded to that. He was asked about the 11-on-11. He was asked about packages for the quarterback to run. More that doesn't take a lot of work. And he basically said no. But he also said he didn't say he had any packages involved. He 100% was lying about that um, because we all know he drew plays up for Trey Lance. Also, also CJ Beathard ran those plays last well, year. He admitted that about the read option stuff. But I'm saying about like design runs for your quarterback. We all know he's doing that. He already was doing it when he saw him in the pro day. Why, would, why wouldn't you be? But he's not going to let that on. He's not going to let anyone know that he's doing that. They all know he's doing it tongue in cheek. Every coach in the yeah. league, every coach in the league's like, yeah, okay. Let me go back to drawing up plays for Trey Lance for you because if you're not doing it, I'm doing it. The smart thing was is he said, we have a system here, which is something I've heard my whole life. You you build around a system. Everything has to fit into that system is you have a system. And then he said it doesn't matter if the quarterback's running the ball, the running back's running the ball, no matter what, it doesn't change for the lineman because it's a system. That is the key. So not a lot of wholesale changes, which means to me, and I know it does to you, that means Trey Lance can run the ball in packages whenever they feel like doing it. He can do it easily because all of a sudden you go in and you're supposed to run a certain play and you just change the number to a quarterback run and it's that simple. And everyone does the same stuff except the quarterback and the lead back, whoever's running the ball or you know leading for him. So it just changes that. But obviously, he's put a lot of thought into this. Um, and I thought that was a little bit of a glimmer of hope for what we're going to see. Because I think we're all hoping now that it's going to be Jimmy and Trey. And I think we're going to get Jimmy and Trey. It's not Jimmy versus Trey. Agreed. I think it's Jimmy and Trey. And I think uh, yesterday's video now solidifies that for yeah. us, right? We we talked about the end of the video. We're hoping it's going to be Jimmy and Trey, not Jimmy versus Trey. Shanahan's kind of uh, made us right again. Kyle, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for... Uh, making the 49ers cut back your source of 49ers news <laughs> and for just building off of this stuff for us. Yeah. But no, I mean, at the end of the day, this is uh, this is exciting. Uh, I think this is great for the team as well because now any conversation that is being had is not being fueled by your coaching staff, by your GM. This These things are, not now, are now not internal. The head coach has come out and stated what it is with John Lynch at his side. Everyone knows what it is. Anyone now that is drumming up controversy, you know where it's coming from, mm -hmm. from that person's mouth. Yeah, and you wanted to give a clear, concise message um, that this is how it is, so that way everyone understands. Everyone in that room already understood. It's everyone true. in that locker room knows Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback and he's the leader, and that Trey's there to learn, and eventually he will supplant Jimmy Garoppolo. He's he's too talented not to, um, but... I think the timeline for that for everyone else is just wrong. And yes, we wanted we wanted this to happen. This is no different. I I grew up knowing Steve Young coming up after you know for Joe Montana's job. Steve Young was dying to play, and Bill Walsh, you know, played with that and and fooled around with that thought process because he knew at some point Joe was going to be. So these controversies are not new to San Francisco, and I think that's why the media likes to jump on it because controversy creates cash. 
And there could be nothing bigger than controversy surrounding the quarterback position. But it's clear and concise from the front office, from the players, that this is Jimmy Garoppolo's until Trey Lance takes it. Can Trey Lance take it? Yes, eventually. But just like we said, more than likely it's 2022. That's what you got to look forward to, folks. So let us know what you thought about all this day one training camp news. Listen, I know it's Thursday now, right? We had the Wednesday video. We weren't going to push the Wednesday video. That's an important conversation, especially with practices starting. So we had to have that one. We brought this one to you today. It is what it is. Let us know what you think about these day one news down below in the comment section. Comment away. Did you like these stories? Did you like also hearing about the fact that Jeff Wilson Jr. is on track to come get back a little sooner than everyone is anticipating? Which is just, again, crazy to think because it's knee injuries and seriousness and it shouldn't be happening. But medicine is evolving. We want to hear from you down below. And while you're down there commenting away, don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Let us know how much you love the new intro for Season 2. It is here in full force. You want to be a part of all of this great content. You want to cop that great merch that Ant's got on right now. Mm -hmm. Go to 49ersCutbackShot.com. Anthony, it's here, man. It is. And you know what? There's going to be stories every single day at training camp. Everything is going to be evaluated, um, and we're going to wade through it and tell you what's really important and what's not. So if, if you know if that's something you're interested in, make sure you're here. If you have questions, ask. I have no problem asking if somebody else says, you know, hey, this is terrible about this, and there's film on it. I will watch it, and I will go back through, and I'll say, you know what? That's not a big deal, or that is a big deal, or we need more context to this because that's important. That's why I can't get, wait for us to get out to training camp and go witness it ourselves so we can see exactly what's going on because we're going to be out there and we're going to be doing you know the best we can to bring it to everybody else about exactly what is going on at camp and exactly how these players look and i'm excited for it i am super pumped for it and if you want to know what days those are you got to tune into friday's live stream so you'll know what days we will be out at training camp physically in person to give you all of that great reporting and all of that great content 49ers cutback takeovers it's going to be great they're coming they're coming danos you better stay prepared, my guy, because if we find you in the parking lot, we are 100% going to say hello. Yeah, we are We are probably going to end up on your channel at some point, um, whether you like it or not, because we're going we're gonna to photobomb you. We're going to photobomb you. I may bring the I may bring the gauntlet. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Just to say what's up and maybe he'll, maybe he'll sign it for me. Yeah. Cool. And you, we have actual Thanos' gauntlet signed by yeah. Thanos when we cut back in time. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's, that's multiverse layers of madness right there. Yeah, so everyone's got that to look forward to um who knows what happens when we come face to face it'll be fun <laughs> you don't want to miss any of it 49ers fans it's the best time of the year it's preseason time and until next time 49ers fans you stay safe and remember the right way is, is always, always the 49ers, 49ers way, way.